Good morning, everybody. Good morning. It's Monday, so this must be... Mondays with Mike and Mary. And I'm Mike. And I'm Mary. And it's Monday. How about that? The Monday after Master Sales Academy. And boy, did we have some great highlights on our calls from this last weekend's events. People recalling for us what they learned, what they took away, commitments they made, here's what I'm going to do, changes in my business. It was all good. Yeah, same here. So if you're listening and you don't know what we're talking about, you got to start coming to our Floyd Wickman events. Check us out on Facebook, The Floyd Wickman Team, the one with the logo, and you'll see all kinds of photos, people setting goals, taking, having their pictures taken with Floyd. And of course, we got the business breakthrough coming up in November. So get yourself signed up. Yeah, that first week in November, that's Somebody said almost too late to start business planning, but I think it's just in time. Absolutely. Yeah, so if you want your business plan in place for next year, come join us in November for two days of getting a laser beam focus on what your number is, what activity you have to do, how you're going to measure it, and when it has to all be done by. So you've got some highlights from Master Sales Academy to share today? Yeah, and the number one highlight was... Okay, how much have I earned so far this year? What have I got pending? And what do I have to do between now and that last week in October, just before business breakthrough? We've really got a 24-week window to get my income in for this year to hit my goal. That was the first highlight people talked about. But the, the other two things were, number one, the role play and the exercises ah. at the table. The reminder of the basics. This is stuff we know, but sometimes we get a bit lazy and go out there into the real world and think, I can wing it. I can ad lib. I can make things up on the fly rather than trusting what I've been taught and staying on track and using those tracks that Floyd taught us with my own words. Mm -hmm. And that was a, a great reminder. You got to continuously role play continuously practice your dialogue, keep your skills sharp. Polish the edges. Yep. That's the way I, I heard it. You know, that, oh, I forgot about that technique. Oh, yeah, I haven't used that lately. So it's sort of bringing those things back that definitely work in the field and how can I get stronger at using them when I need them, having them ready. Yep, follow the tracks, follow the plan, follow what we know how to do. But the other highlight, came from this wonderful talk that they heard about procrastination. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to bring that up. That everybody <laughs> procrastinates about something. We're all procrastinators one way or another. And one of the great techniques to get yourself over that tendency to procrastinate is decide which is more icky. Oh! What I have to do to hit my goal or the effects later on of not doing what I know I have to do to hit my goal. So they're both icky, and you're going to do one icky thing anyway. So which is it going to be? Right. And I love that. That's a great reminder of, hey, in the short term, it might be uncomfortable or less than happy. But in the long run, you're going to appreciate getting it done. Yeah, the present biased. I had so much fun doing all that research. And... 
I had a bunch of people say, I felt like you were talking right to me. Yep. So we can all relate with you that. You were talking right to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to share a parade of techniques that's not, well, it is a parade of techniques. Um, I don't know what it is. I have a student who's looking at the weeks, the, the months ahead of him, realizing his kid's out of school, this is the time when we get to do something fun as a family, and we've got some ideas of what we're going to do, but nothing's set in stone. And it sort of came up sideways. I don't believe that it was what he was planning to bring up, but it brought up this great reminder that we all need LFTs. Look forward to's. That's the way Floyd uh, describes a look forward to. That's part of the recipe for happiness. Someone to love, something to do, and something to look forward to. Right. So having a date on it. Not just that someday we're going to go to the water park, um, but, but deciding when are we going to go to the water park and who's going to go and really making it an LFT and having that having that incentive out there, you know, um, what he said was, well, we'll go, but you know, sometimes I get kind of, this is, this is a quote. Sometimes I get carried away with my business and then I don't want to stop working. Sure. And boy, I think we can all relate with that. And it's so easy to spot when it's someone else's life that, oh my gosh, you've got to have that anticipation. That's what causes us to work hard today when we don't want to, is knowing that next Tuesday we don't have to work. We don't have to work, you know? Beautiful. So I want to go to Ask the Experts. Okie doke. Uh, because I think this Ask the Experts came out of the experience that happened at Master Sales Academy. Hmm. You know, when you fly up in the air, which is what we do twice a year, and take an objective, long-term perspective kind of look at your business. Sometimes you make some hard choices because you get that long-term perspective. That's why we get together twice a year. Because when you're working in your business, it's hard to work on your business. Right on. So you get away from home. You get away from your comfort zone. And as a result of taking a hard look, some people make big decisions, big changes. And as a result of those, they feel like today's day one. I'm starting all over. And boy, starting over from scratch can be daunting. It can be uh, like way too big a thing to look at. Is I have to start over all the way? Yeah, so how do I handle that? Feeling like I'm starting over. Feeling like it's day one. Like everything has to be 100% different. Uh, and some great advice came out of it, you know, instead of looking at like everything has to change, why don't look at it differently? What could I do to be 5% better mm. today? Instead of trying to be 100% better today, let's just make incremental progress. Maybe I can be 5% better. You know where that came from. I sure do. That wonderful breakout session. And so, if you're going to, well, plug in your times. Go back to your smart week and plug in your 590-10. Plug in your time off. Really take control of your schedule because this is the perfect time to do it when you're giving yourself a clean slate. You know how Floyd always says, any day you decide can be day one. And look at what you've got going for you 
when you're starting over. All the experience you didn't have the last time you started <laughs> over. You're smarter. You're faster. You're stronger. You're better. And you know, in this market, where you've got every Dodo and his cousin getting licensed, and they're locking into some of the business we should be getting, or we're normally be getting, where we've got to double down on our book of business, right. got to double down on our marketing to that group and remind them, yeah, we work on repeat and referral-based business, and we're here, and we're experienced, and because of our experience, we're better than those Dodos and their cousin who just got licensed. Um, and where, what is the key to all of that? And I believe it's going back to your routine, going back and getting in control of your morning routine. Every day you get off to a good start means a better day for that day. Every day you miss your routine means you're struggling all day with staying on track and staying on task. So yeah, go back to those things that we rely on, the smart week and our routine and our top five every day that's what's going to make starting over so much easier and make an incremental progress a thing that's a done deal. I like that. It's just typical that that would come out of a gathering of Wickman people. Sure. Get back to the basics. I had an Ask the Experts question about staging. And you and I have talked about staging over the last couple of weeks because this has come up for a, a, a bunch of people. You know, is it really worth it? Um, how do you find a good stager? Do you really believe that if there, if you pay a fee for staging, the seller will get that back? And so I just thought that's a great little conversation to have in this market at this time. And I think our conclusion, as you and I have talked about it, as we've counseled others, as we've listened to our agents, is that staging is a slow market technique. Yep. So... It's a great thing to do if there's not a line of people waiting for your property to hit the market. I mean, we've all read that millennials want everything perfect, you know, all of that. But you came up with a line, I don't know, several months ago that I, fit, I think fits perfectly into this equation. So when the customer is asking about staging, um, you know, a lot of times that can slow down getting that property on the market. And I've always been of the mind from Floyd teaching me this, that getting the signature today is more important than getting the signature later. And I think we fell into a sloppy pattern over the last five, six, maybe 10 years when staging came onto the scene that we would stage the house first and then get the signature. Well, we can't do that in a hot market. We need the signature today. We need to get uh, that property on the market today. And I think your question, and I'm going to ask you to say it, um, I think is exactly what we need when people start talking about staging in this market. So lay it down, Michael. You mean the question, if I could find you a buyer who'd pay you what you want and let you move when you want, would you get the ball rolling today? That's the question. Yeah. I love that question because it takes staging right out of the, equa out of the equation. If you could get the price you want for your house without staging, and you could, we could find you a buyer that would move when you want to move, is there anything else preventing you from going ahead tonight, getting the ball rolling? Now let's get that signature. Let's, uh, 
Let's beat out our competition by getting the signature tonight rather than going back for it. Fair enough? Yeah, and then when the seller says, well, could you find a buyer like that? We'd Sure, we'd move. And you say, well, you can't because it's not on the market yet. It's got to be on the market for us to work on it to find the buyer. The right buyer. Yeah, and by the same token, yes, staging is a slow market technique. And yes, we have a hot market, but not in all price ranges right now. Oh, that's a very in good point. In some places, the higher end of the market has just, it's in the Sargasso Sea. You know, <laughs> so staging might be the appropriate technique to uh, move a property into the forefront if it's got lots of competition in that particular price range. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. We're good together. Perfect. I hope we are all good together. Keep listening to our podcast. We love making it for you. And if you like what you hear, please share it with your friends and your colleagues and your family. And That'd be cool. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next time. See you next Monday. Thank you.